It's time to get fired up for an episode of Firing Up Faith and Family, where we encourage you to fan the flame of your faith and the love for your family. Hi, it's Steph Morrison. And it's Christine Weller. And we are here to welcome you to another episode of Firing Up faith and family. And today we are going to talk about why faith is important in the family. Uh, it's not just something we throw around lightly and it's not just a, uh, you know, more a worldly faith. Like we're talking about faith in, in God and just in our a spiritual faith that just keeps us grounded. Uh, and that's kind of, for me, it's like the whole way that, that, uh, I, I build on the foundation of my family. Now I've had been raising a family where I've known God and where I haven't. So I've got a nice little comparison there. But so what we're going to do for this episode and for many of our episodes, we're just going to go back and forth between me and Christine. And we're just going to ask, uh, answer some questions, going to just share how that works on, on our family. So for this episode, you know, how faith works in our family and, uh, and then get a little bit of a conversation on the topic. So Christine, so I, how do you guide your children in developing their faith? Well, for, for me, I, you have to realize that, you know, faith kind of goes hand in hand with raising your family. So I like to make it part Mm -hmm. of everyday learning. So we are, you and I are both homeschooling moms. Mm -hmm. So uh, we have that opportunity to include it in our everyday learning and to show that our, show our kids that, learning about who God is and, and why he created this and all of those, those things that help build our faith, all that information is just as important as learning to read and write. So when you include it in your daily uh, schedule of learning, that kind of inc- helps them learn on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, and so uh, the other, yeah. yeah, so the other thing that I like to encourage my kids to do is to have that conversation with God not just at bedtime, because you can talk to God any anytime and anywhere. And so I'd like to stop them, you know, when they're having a bad day or, you know, when something's upset them. Well, let's see what the Bible says about this or what can what is what does God say about this when we're feeling this way? And so let's talk to him him about it right now like you don't have to you know wait till you're in this specific special setting and or you have to be in church to talk to God you can talk to him like in your living room in the middle of the day in the middle of a meltdown once you've calmed down (laughs) hey I've done that yeah (laughs) yeah that works for us too right Because don't we know we need him every hour? That's that's how that song goes. Yeah. Oh Lord, I need thee every yeah. hour. And that's what I want to instill in my children that yeah, you can say, I need God every hour, and I can access him every hour when I need him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like uh I like that for sure. And even as you as you say that, I'm like, oh, that's like so one of my things. And I didn't even, uh, as I kind of thought about this question in developing faith in my kids, it's like that prayer part. I am, I have gotten uh, like very, very, uh, very 
more regular in myself, in my own faith life. And that's, that's really important. And that's a journey in and of itself as, as a, your prayer life as an individual. And, and I pray yeah. regularly throughout the day and I definitely pray every day. And, and, it, you know, I find I have different people that I actually, you know, we get together just for the reason of praying. Um, so there's lots of prayer in my mm-hmm. life, but I'm going to admit, I'm going to start, you know, sharing a little bit about how I guide my, my children in developing their faith with one area that I still really struggle in. And that is praying with them. And I don't, I don't do that near enough. I don't do that as much as they really need it in their life. And I did not grow up in a, uh, in a Christian household at all. I went to church sometimes when we visited grandparents. And I think a couple of times, sometimes when we move, we go to a new church and then I just, whatever, my parents just didn't, uh, didn't keep, keep up with that. And, and we didn't, I didn't, so I didn't have that, that foundation of God at all in my life, right? Church wasn't even really about God. I didn't really know God until I, until I really got to be an adult. Um, so I, uh, I just think it's amazing. Like if, if I could have grown up and that's like, I don't regret anything in my past that way. But if I could have grown up knowing that I had like a father in heaven to talk to, I don't think I would have rebelled as much as I did in, in my teenage years. That's, yeah. that's for sure. But if I, if I had that faith instilled in me as a, as a kid, I, you know, there there's, I would have had so much less confusion. And so when I think about my kids and how I want to raise these two. So I actually have three, uh, but one has already given me a couple of grandchildren. Uh, one that is just mm-hmm. not quite two weeks old yet. I just went and saw him last night. He's such a Aww. little darling thing. Little guy slept on. I remember when they were so small, Christine, and they just, they'd like lie, Aww. lie down and tiny body, bodies and like be like all resting right on your chest. Oh, it was so sweet. <laughs> anyway, so, let him sleep there for about an hour. And then we had supper. I had to move him, but so I have an older son that is, uh, so he's 27 now and really for the majority of his life, I guess the real foundation years of his life, I came to know God when he was about 13 and, uh, he, he did go to church a little bit, but kind of by that time. And I wasn't even, so that's just when God started in my life. Uh, that's just when I really, you know, started reading the Bible and it wasn't, you know, I was just like, as they call it, like I was a baby Christian, right? Like I was just, I was just getting my feet wet. Um, so he didn't really grow up, uh, knowing God. And I try to impart that in his life in a little bit now for sure, but I can compare that now to what I do with, with my boys, the two that are at home, uh, and they're 11, 11 on Saturday and, and 14, I've started calling them 11 now. So there, uh, I just want to impart on them this just magnificent relationship that I have with God. And so one of the ways that I do that is, is to just, I'm Bible reading in front of them, like just in my own study. Uh, I, I like to do that. I don't purposely do it in front of them because I try to do it in the beginning of the day. And just my one son, will usually wake yeah. up. But, you know, I've got a couple Bibles that are always sitting around. Sometimes I've got my papers sitting around for, or books that I'm reading for Bible study. And so I've got all that stuff. So that's kind of one of the things that I guide my children is just to make my faith very transparent. When I'm having a little bit of a struggle, uh, you know, when when uh, lessons are, you know, I'm getting a little bit of attitude from the lessons, right? I have been known to just stop right there and pray. Thank you, God, for this nice, nice 
peace that you have brought over me. Cause to me, that is, uh, has been a big struggle, like having a very short fuse. So something definitely yep. God helps me with, um, I can oh. relate. <laughs> One of those things is the conversations uh, and you touched on that as well too, but the, like just that, that conversations that we have with our kids and teaching them to also have that conversation with, with God, for sure. I like to do, uh, I, I like to read the Bible. So we'll often go around and, and just, you know, we'll read a chapter or two out of, I don't know, whatever, whatever, whatever's on my mind. And usually it's kind of related to what, what I've read in a Bible study or something like that. Um, but I'll find, uh, we'll just read these chapters together and then try to get a little conversation going about them, uh, because I just really enjoy hearing their perspective and not just so that they can start, you know, so that they not start, but being used to expressing their faith, because that's a little bit squelched in most social settings of, unless you're specifically together. And actually even sometimes you're specifically together going to church, or maybe you're in a Bible study and you focus on, you know, the task at hand, right. And you just don't share about your faith and your thoughts on faith. And, and so I just want them, that's mm -hmm. one thing I want is for them to be really open on, on sharing their faith. We're also doing a uh, history of Christianity video series. So it's all very documentary style. It's not flashy okay. too much or, but you know, they sit there and they, and they watch through it. And that's um, for us to know that history of, of this faith that we're, we're following um, and the Jesus that we know and how, how the apostles lived and getting to more, know more about the society at the time, as well as the, the, um, the people in the, like the geography part, what the land was like and how travel was mm -hmm. like, and just for them to know all those things, I think just helps them get a lot more in touch with the reason that, that we are filled with this faith, the reason that we have the Holy yeah. spirit and, and how that plays out in our life, not just, um, not just because we are, you know, living day to day and we may be reading the Bible and praying, but because it, there is like tradition and I, I don't know that word comes to mind, but it's not like, it's a big, I'm not a big tradition person, but I am a tra tradition person for the right reasons, I guess. I'm not a, um, yeah. uh, you know, I, I don't like, I don't necessarily follow tradition just because it's tradition. I need to know the reason for that. And it's really helped me to yeah, follow. Some content. Yeah. So to follow like some of those traditions, uh, of, of faith again, not because it's part of this, you know, a denomination or, but because that's what I feel, you know, we get, we get just from a life with God. And, uh, so now if you ask me this question too, like about developing their faith, um, and, uh, you know, I, I think in a month or two, it may be even different, you know, we kind of talk about doing, you know, reading yeah. the Bible. And so I think that that important thing of developing our own faith and our faith in our children, for sure, is just finding new ways to, um, to interact with each other about our faith and, and to interact with God, new ways to pray, new ways to just talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this, this talk about, you know, we, we sing a new song, right. To, to God. And so, and that's part of it, right. We're, we're always looking for new ways to express how much we love him and, and mm. how much we, we are thankful for what he's done for us. So it's a constant thing. Like it changes for us and it, for sure it will change for our children too, as they grow mm. and as more. Yeah. So um, you were, you were mentioning, 
you know, your commitment to, to God has changed um, from, you know, not coming from a Christian background and now diving deep into it. And so what are two major factors that keep you committed to pursuing that life with God? So I would say just that peace of God. So I, I get to like just feeling that peace that I've never been able to find anywhere else. And so I lived, you know, is probably, I was 30, uh, 29, 30, when I really started to go to, to a church that, that really taught the God of the Bible, taught the God that, that to actually have a real relationship with, um, it was a, uh, well, it was a Pentecostal church. And I guess like, I'm not, I'm not, nor was I before a little bit more knowledgeable now of the different denominations, but Pentecostal in general, I guess, is a very, you know, j- just a different way of having a surface, a service, a different focus on, yeah. on what parts of the Bible, but very, very much in that way of a very personal relationship with God. Right. And just sharing that more openly or specifically, this is how that church did that. I don't know if that's Pentecostal, just how this, this church, uh, church went, but, um, so (laughs) feeling that peace of God in my heart, in my mind, um, because, uh, previous to that, and actually the only reason that I started going to that church was because they had a Thursday morning Bible study, a, a ladies Bible study. And I'd had a friend ask if I wanted to go to that. We actually get a, she wasn't really going there yet, but but she said, Hey, do you want to come with me to this Bible study? And I'm like, you know what? I think there might be like, I'm just so plagued by these things in my mind and my thinking where I get, you know, again, that easily angered thing, which is, which is still something that I work on. Sure. I'll always be working on that to some degree. Um, and, and just a lot of depressed thoughts. So I spent a lot of time just getting depressed and upset, uh, and sad over things where, you know, when I look back, Mm -hmm. Uh, and even at the time I would say like, I don't know why I'm sad. Like, this is amazing. Uh, really, I've got a really, I've got a really great life. I'd had, uh, you know, I, I definitely have my one son by then. And, and even at times of still having both my boys after them being born was, you know, I still just was having these thoughts that were depressed for not any real apparent reason. And it's like, I need to get this mm-hmm. right. So well, maybe these Christian teachings will give me some good tips and techniques on how to just control my thinking, right? I didn't go there with, oh, I want to know God and it would be good to, I just thought that these Christian people may, may have something that they could show me and, and be able to, and they did for sure. Uh, but they showed me God, right? They showed me the Bible. They showed me Jesus. And that's really what what worked for me. So that, that is definitely my major factor that keeps me committed. Like, I don't want to lose that piece that is just growing and growing and growing over the years. Um, but I, I saw that and I felt that right near the beginning of really getting to know God. And then I would say the other thing is just being strong for my family. Um, because there's a lot in this world that is trying to destroy the sanctity of the family um, and distract us from raising our kids, distract our kids from uh, a relationship with their with their parents. Uh, there's just all these distractions in this world, right, um, that mm-hmm. are, are purposely, and I say purposely, maybe just purposely from the enemy. It's the evil in the world. It's always there, yeah. right? Uh, and that, sure. that does try it because... 
the family is the foundation of where we build a good society from. And when you can destroy family life, when you can destroy family relationships, when you can destroy marriages, it's like, like that's, that's just tearing apart the fabric of our, of our family. Really. Mm -hmm. I just want to be strong for my family. And I, I know that if I didn't daily be in the word, I would easily slip back into just being complacent. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and living, living life, uh, not as wonderfully and peacefully as I, as I do now. So what are, what is that for you? Uh, what do you find those two major factors are, uh, that keep, keep you committed to a life with God? Well, I, for the first one is for sure, knowing that God is supreme overall. And that just, mm -hmm. you know, when you think of all the things <laughs> that are going on in the world. Um, as you mentioned, you know, the attacks on the family, um, you know, attacks on our children and our husbands yeah. and just the relationships um, overall. And it's, um, and then, you know, you throw in a pandemic mm -hmm. <laughs> and things get crazy. So like, more it, you know, there's, you, you can't, you know, you can't be grounded in, 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 a st in the middle of a storm without the help of knowing who the rock is right and so mm -hmm. I'm not talking about Dwayne Johnson I'm talking about <laughs> Jesus here <laughs> right nicely so, said though the rock the right rock and so when you know that you know he is supreme overall and there's this song that I I have been listening to lately it's um worthy of it all and the the words from that chorus is for from him are all things and to him are all things yes. so when you realize that you know nothing gets by god by surprise like it's there's he knows all and he has full control over it all and to know that you are part of all of that too you place a, a significant part and which means it gives you purpose mm -hmm. so like like you were saying not to fall back into this complacent sort of you know just living life whatever there's so much more fullness living for god and mm -hmm. so i that in itself is enough to just keep me going yeah. and then you know when you think about the second thing is remembering everything that god has done for you and mm -hmm. i mean ultimately we talk about the sacrifice on the cross right like we yeah. without it we would you know the price is death and that's pretty bleak <laughs> so to know that you know we have a way out of that is um just so special but it's also just the little things like as you grow in your relationship with him it's the little things like i i i don't know about anybody else but I, god gives me the best hugs in the world mm -hmm. when i am you know in this desperate moments of you know I'm just hurt or I'm just feeling alone and I just need some you know you, you we have got people around us to give us hugs like our kids can give us hugs our husbands mm -hmm. can give us hugs but there's just something about when God steps in to just remind you that he loves you and yeah. whether it's just this feeling of his peace like you were talking about earlier just there's there's nothing like it to know mm -hmm. that everything's going to be okay because he is in control and that, you know, it could be just a word in a, in, in the scripture or a sermon or a song. And it just comes at the right time. Every mm -hmm. single time when I look up and I need 
you know, and I say to God, like, I need to hear from you. I need to hear an answer for something. Mm-hmm. He's right there and he's faithful to answer and to, to give you that peace to know that everything's going to be okay. And like, he has never failed mm-hmm. <laughs> never in my walk with God that he has ever failed to lift me up when I have fallen down. Yeah. So that is that. enough <laughs> for me to keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as you said on the, uh, just the, I mean, those, those little things, right. And I have been, I have been brought to tears and I don't, I don't get brought to tears too often, but there has just been, sometimes a song (laughs) came on. I had no idea that it was going to emotionally affect me. And just a song came on like a worship song. Right. And there was something in those words that was just like, I needed to hear, I didn't even know I needed to hear that. Um, but, but there is, it just, it just came up and you just get overwhelmed (laughs) and touched with that amazing love of God that he is showing. And, and, you know, sometimes I wish there was a better way to describe it, but I think, I mean, just the, the way to describe it saying, you just have to experience it for yourself and you just have to, you have to get into (laughs) God's word and feel that spiritual, touching like that spiritual hug is sometimes yeah that's that, that's why I call it a hug yeah I like that I've actually never really thought of it that way so thank you for that new way for me <laughs> to voice that it is just truly that that hug that that we can you know experience nicely from other people and and and, and it can feel great from you know an actual another another person that's physically there with us, but that spiritual yeah. hug that you can get is like the Holy spirit hugging you right from the inside. Right. And it's exactly it's just like, yeah, it, it, once you feel that, I don't think you can very easily break that commitment to God. And, and I think that's, exactly. you know, I hear that from you and I know that's for me and, and many other people that as we call ourselves Christians, we continue to follow God because of how he affects us on the inside. And it yep. really helps us deal with what's going on on the outside, but it's the, I mean, it's the inside that needs to change first. Uh, Cause well, I shouldn't say change first, but it's the only thing that we can change. It's the only thing that we can, yeah. you know, we can't control, we can't control this world around us, this crazy world that no. has had crazy things no. happening since the beginning of time. I think we can say, I don't know. Yeah. Genesis is filled True. with an awful yes. lot of <laughs> An awful lot of nasty stuff happening. So we're, we're never going to have a life on this earth without it, but how do we continue yep. to go on and how do we get that purpose in our life? Well, yeah, it's being committed to this life with God. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so what's your favorite, we're going to finish up with this question. What is your favorite faith focused activity that you do? Well, um, my kids like to call it mommy stories. And so it started out as me sort of disciplining them and telling them, well, you know, (laughs) this is what happened. So like in my life, this happened and, you know, this is why you don't do these things. But then it sort of developed into them learning about who I was. Mm. And and if they know me, I mean, they should know me by now, but like I will throw God into it because God is very much a part of my life and I want God to be part of their life too. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden they're like, can you tell us more mommy stories? Like, and they're (laughs) like, okay, but you were, you know, I'm wagging the finger at them. Yeah. (laughs) 
you know, learn from my mistakes, but like, mm. like, can you tell us more? And so it sort of developed into just me telling a little bit of my, my journey of faith and, mm-hmm. you know, and some life applications thrown in there as well, but yeah. they look forward to that every night now, um, just to spend time with mommy and, and to learn more about what God has done in my life. Mm-hmm. And to make it so applicable so- that it's, you know, someone they know, it's their mom, right? And how that faith acts out in your life is going to mean more to them than even reading it in a story or reading it from the Bible, right? That's still important to do, but it's the fact that that you just share that part. And what a bonding thing too. I just thought when you first said that, I'm like, that would be like such a good, you know, just bond, like connection, you know, connecting in a relationship with your kids. Like that's like a cool thing because you're just revealing about yourself. And I have a feeling you're probably, you know, revealing some stuff of what you've done wrong. Um, and, and, (laughs) you know, there might, there might be a little, little, little bit you can share with your kids of, uh, you know, I made these wrong decisions and I don't want you to, but that's very cool. Yeah. (laughs) It makes you, they make them know like you're human and, Mm -hmm. and everybody makes mistakes. Yeah. I'm constantly reminding them like, you know, I, I am not perfect. I don't expect you to be perfect. God doesn't expect us to be perfect, mm-hmm. but we do still need to try to be better. <laughs> yeah. So that's the lesson. Uh-huh. So what about for you? So I, I think one of the favorite, uh, at least for now, anyway, the favorite uh, kind of faith focused activities we do is uh, just the reading the Bible. So I talked about that a l- little bit before, uh, you know, we'll just all mm-hmm. sit down and I'll pick something from the Bible. And again, it's not at one time I thought it was like, OK, like we're going to read all through, you know, the book of Acts. That's what we read last time. So I'll just use that as an example, right? Okay, we're just going to read through the chapter of Acts. Or we've done that with Proverbs, right? Because Proverbs is cool that it's got 31 days. So in those months, or 31 books, I mean. So in those months when there's 31 days, you can like do, do one a day, right? And go right across. And I've never been able to keep that schedule. Undoubtedly, uh, yeah. there will be a day or more where, uh, where we don't read the chapter. And then we'll play catch up. And then, you know, and so... Yeah. It, it's not like we end up doing, uh, doing that schedule anyway. So now I'm getting a little bit more lax and uh, just like, okay, we're just going to sit down and we're just going to read wherever, you know, let's use this as an opportunity where I'm going to grow a little bit further in whatever I've been doing in a Bible study or, or something that we've seen in a, in a video, we might do something, sure. you know, with those history of Christianity series, or, or maybe there's something we've just heard in, in somewhere else. And the boys will hear a verse somewhere. They listen to adventures in Odyssey. Um, uh, they're well, I'm sure they've listened to, to everything. Um, once or more. Some, some episodes, many times, there's a few favorites. So nice. even from there, that's a great opportunity. So, you know, I'll hear it going, uh, I hear an episode being played and then, you know, I'll try to like jump on that to try to let's, let's take that from the Bible, whatever scripture they might've been talking about in the mm-hmm. show. So, and it's not just about the reading the Bible part, actually, what is kind of my favorite part is hearing my boy's perspective of it and what they thought was interesting or even the answering questions, but you know, I have a lot of a lot of time throughout the day where I direct them and guide them, and uh, and and I'm the one talking and sharing. You know, uh, as a mother does. Yeah. We just we just want to yes. impart so much uh, knowledge and wisdom that we have acquired on, onto them. Um, mm-hmm. So I I really like the opportunity where I can try to just 
hear their thoughts on it and hear their, um, just get their perspective. And I think as, as moms, we can actually learn a lot from kids reading the Bible and sharing mm-hmm. what, what they think that means. And I'm like, oh, wow, that is kind of neat. I can see how you see that. I've never thought of it that way. And nor has any adult, yes. you know, thought of that scripture that way, but that's, that's interesting. Right. So that's, it's that's true. Kind of part. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'll find the most unique questions and, and comments, I guess, when you have those family discussions, because you, you have those different, they, they see things in a completely different way. Uh-huh. Sometimes like sometimes my, my uh, nine-year-old, I had to remember how old he was. <laughs> my nine-year-old will sort of, he likes to restate the, the idea. And so just to make sure that he understands it. And I'm like, so the, the, the metaphors that he uses, sometimes it's just, whoa, well, I've never thought of it like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's good. So that was our last question for today. I hope that that helped um, for all of you that are listening. Just get a little bit of insight and get you thinking more so, not just thinking about how faith might work out in our family, but how does it work in your family? Because faith is one of those things that is unique to each individual and unique to each family. So I hope you can kind of think on that. Uh, Think, you know, think on that. You can also continue the conversation that we have on our website. So you can go to firingupfaithandfamily.net where you will also find the show notes for this episode. So you can just, we'll just do a little summary of what we've shared here today. And uh, we'll also have an area there where you can comment on it. So uh, we will hope to see you there on our website as well. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you're listening to this. So thanks so much, everybody. And uh, we will see you again for another episode of Firing Up Faith and Family. 